Hello, Pastor Deborah here again, and we're in another episode, part of our wonderful letter sent to you from out of space and time through me, from him, Agape Love himself, entitled My Dear Spiritual Child Letter from me, Agape Love himself we're beginning episode or part of the letter number 26 we got a ways to go yet before the letter is finished he added some things to it that he wanted me to speak to you so you could hear about his love for you and how people responded in the darkness who don't know him who hate him Don't know who he is. Maybe you've heard about him, but they want nothing to do with him because they serve another God, another father. So he wanted me to add a few things. So I have, and I'm working through them. And then we'll end up the letter and begin another book. Yeah, you don't know. I spent years at home writing, studying, writing, and studying. I was never to publish them, but they were educational books of the spiritual realm for you now as i was writing i was having to study and i was just asked by a wonderful minister in pakistan to teach them who speak very little english and don't even have the written bible in their language to teach on sabbath yeah the day of rest now a lot of people have a lot of different ways of teaching this They have it the ways of religion, culture, traditions, the flesh. But because I'm a spiritual teacher, God makes me look at it from a different perspective. For him, who is a spirit, and our spirit, and what it means to the two of us, and how we're to think and act spiritually. So I'm studying that right now for her in Pakistan. Probably make a video of it and send it to her so she can show it to the others. Mm -hmm. But right now, we're going to begin with episode number 26 of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love, dictated to me, Pastor Deborah, years ago for you. Yeah. Welcome also. To you here in the garden today. Yeah, I'm sitting physically in my little living room at my door with the shades down. Husband is downstairs. He just went to a big breakfast, so he's kind of sleeping. The house is quiet. Yeah. The rest of the world is at war, that's for sure. But right here, right now, in this garden, this realm of the spirit, it is peaceful for us. So we can learn in our spirit. So let's begin first with prayer. That's Pastor Deborah's always beginnings. Why? I think every meeting, every teaching, every committee thing, every board of directors meeting should always begin with prayer. It sets our spirits in the right place. It asks for help as we talk and learn It brings in another presence to be in the meeting. 
and ask their favor. So, dear Heavenly Father, we invite you here in your own garden to be with me, to teach your words of spirit and life to these precious spiritual beings, the forever person that you have brought out of their bodies. Maybe they're in their dreams or resting. Maybe they've been traumatized by war and shelling and bombing. Mm -hmm. But even the evil, wicked souls, they need to hear this. And there's a lot of them out there. So thank you for drawing them by your Holy Spirit to you here in the garden where your presence is abounding. Your living creatures are here to live on us. And your presence is all around us to touch us, renew us, revive us, fill us, feed us, and nourish us from you. So we thank you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who's doing the drawing and anointing these words of yours. We thank you for your son, the word made flesh that I'm going to use that came from you that provided the bridge for us to be redeemed, paid the price for you to get us back from death, hell in the grave, and birth us anew. Thank you for all three of you. In the name of Christ Jesus, and we want to thank Zoom Pro for doing a wonderful thing by allowing people to record in their program. Oh, it's much more than just a meeting place. Mm-hmm. And thank you for Pixabay, a motion video that was freely, as you can say, right here, freely downloaded by a wonderful creator. Thank you for YouTube and LinkedIn and Twitter and all the gaming people, all the people and the makers of all the equipment that we're using, the Yeti microphone, the camera, the laptop computer. Thank you for Best Buy for selling it. And their geek squad. Boy, do I need them. Thank you for all the IT guys. They're busy these days doing lots of things for you. Yeah. So we thank you for them. And we thank you for all that you have brought here today to hear your words of spirit and of life. Words of your love for them. Words about yourself. Words that they may not understand in the spirit. Oh, they may have heard them in the soul, but it means nothing to the soul. The soul's got its own mess, its own realm it lives in. Mm -hmm. It is a territory. It is a warlord. It's a mighty king. And it has to be toppled. That's right. It has to give way to a new helpmate, a new soul transformed with your words of spirit and life. And only you can help us to do that. So we thank you for being here, helping us because you love us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We're going to pick up in some scriptures, John 1, 1 through 14. John was an early disciple, a follower of this Christ Jesus when he was alive. John was a young man. He wrote several books in the New Testament. 
Now, John also gave us the book called Revelation. John was an easy believer, I think, because he was young. But he didn't write his book, the book of John, the gospel of John, which means the good news, till about 40 years after the death of Christ Jesus. Don't know at the time when Jesus was alive and John was his personal disciple, if John could even write. Most of the disciples could not read or write. So God just had to talk to them, demonstrate to them. And many times, that is how God works. He works through signs and wonders and healings. So people will believe. You have to be a good storyteller. You have to understand spiritual things and be able to tell stories from the earth, the natural world, the natural world to help not only the soul, but the forever person to understand deeply hidden truths, truths that have been hidden away in myths, legends, shadows, ignorance, held hostage by the enemies of truth and light. So you have to be a storyteller. You have to be able to talk to children because a lot of times people are not really ready yet to see and believe in deep, hidden, spiritual messages. They understand the natural world. So God and through Jesus, they taught by natural experiences, things of the flesh. They taught about relationships, maybe through marriage. They taught about eating through natural food. They talk about spiritual warfare through natural battles. Mm -hmm. They talked about healing through casting out of devils and healing other diseases in the natural. So you have to understand both. You have to be a storyteller. And you have to understand deeply hidden spiritual messages. I didn't know that at first. I would read the Bible and didn't understand it. Went to many different denominations. They seem dead now. And it took a powerful, powerful presence of God during the many years of the Brownsville Assembly of God revival from 1995 to about 2000, 2005, with a young evangelist named Steve Hill preaching on get the sin out. If you're a believer, and if you're not a believer, come to the altars and let God help you to believe in him. Manifestations of demonic spirits, healing, deliverance was happening. I came alive. I mean, I believed, but I wasn't grown. I fed every night on the word, on his presence. God opened my eyes to the spiritual realm, and he put me on a fast track. Because God was in a hurry to help people. While people take 30 days off to fast, Satan does not do that. The enemy of humanity does not do that. But we do. Mm -hmm. While people are sleeping, people are dying. While we are resting and having fun for the weekend and renewing ourselves, people are dying, going to hell. Because we are struggling, 
fighting it, weary of doing things in our own strength through our soul. We may not even be doing what we're called to do. Maybe we're called to help people, but not in the way that we're to do it. Because God says, I will renew your strength. If you do it my way, you rest in me. The work's done. You just have to believe in me and I will do the work. You speak and decree and declare. I will do the work. You speak to words. I will back you up. This is his work. So many people are stressed out. They just want to be entertained. They want rest and fun for their soul. And they think helping people in the soul is going to change the spirit. So this is a deep teaching out of the scriptures. This is John of the four gospels of the authorized King James Bible. Now, I use that because there's no commentaries. There's no denominational slant. Nobody's put their opinions. I am 100% dependent on translators in Hebrew and Greek to translate the word directly from Hebrew and Greek into English, or maybe it would be into your language in Webster's Dictionary to define it out. And then if I don't understand, Holy Spirit, you're my teacher, help me. Do you know that years ago, in my early days of learning and training, God would say, you look up every word in that scripture. I'd have to look up the word God, Lord, maybe the word better, storm, darkness. Mm -hmm. In the dictionary. Then I'd have to read every scripture in the Bible to get its understanding. And I still do that today. I'm not dependent on a religion, a tradition, culture, a denominational understanding. Straight from God himself through the Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher to help us. So here in John 1, 1 through 14, we're going to hear a little bit more about this agape love. That this God sent to us and is here now. So let's begin. Verse number one in the spiritual beginning was the word. This video is the beginning. This is the word of God inside of God, playing and dancing in front of Him. These are His thoughts. His heart's desires, his words, he's not yet spoken out of himself. But in the beginning was the word, was God's thoughts, his ideas, his imaginations inside of him. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Mm -hmm. When I have a thought up here in my soul, it is with me. It's inside of me. It's a part of me. And yet it is me in my soul. So our thoughts, our words, words in here are thoughts, concepts, ideas, 
beliefs, principles. And we create worlds inside of our soul. We create images and statues and gods. We worship and pray in here. We give thanks and praise in here silently. There's a world inside your soul, that hidden person. And there's a world inside of your spirit. And he is saying the word was God and it was in God. Verse 2. The same, the word, was in the spiritual beginning with God. When was the spiritual beginning? Whenever God began. Did he have a beginning? He's always been. When he was here and the word was with him, was there a spiritual realm? Yeah, it was inside of him. It was his thoughts, his create. He's an architect. He's a creator, a designer. His word was creating. His thoughts were creating. Eventually, he would breathe out his word. Mm -hmm. But right now, we're learning the word was inside of God, with God. And in the very spiritual beginning of God, whenever that was, if there was, the word was with him. Verse number three. All Things, all, A-L-L, things, were spiritually made by him, by the word. Death, made by the word. Life, made by the word. Creatures, beings, kingdoms, lands, powers, authorities, dominion, made by the word. By his own thoughts of himself. And spiritually, without him, was not anything spiritually made that was not made by God. God taught me years ago to understand his words of spirit and truth. To put the word spiritual In front of everything. Because if you didn't. You would stay in the realm of the flesh. You would stay in the realm of the seeing eye. The natural world. So I had to see the words. From a spiritual context. So he is saying there's nothing spiritually that was made. That his word. Did not make. Isn't that a beautiful picture. Wonderful video. Thank you, Pixabay. That's the word inside of God. Mm -hmm. And you are like that also. Your spirit has words, thoughts, concepts, principles. And you create in your spirit. And your soul has the same ability. Because we learn later on that as you think in your spirit, in your soul, So you are. So if you think you're a victim of child abuse, you are. If you think you're a girl, 
than you are. If you think that you deserve justice, then that's what you believe. Our thoughts are powerful. How are they made? How are they created? How do we develop a word, a thought, a concept? Those are all powerful questions to be asking. Verse number four. In him, the spiritual word of God. So inside of God himself, his spirit, his soul, the word was there. And the word was life. When he speaks it out, decrees it, breathes it out, talks, life comes forth. Because in the word, life itself exists. Creation. Laws, energy for life itself, design, it's all there in the word. Was the knowledge of God. Was the Holy Spirit. And the kingdom of heaven, all in the word. And the life was the light, the truth. The knowledge that men, humanity, needed. We didn't have this. Because we didn't have the Holy Spirit. A non-believer of this Christ Jesus does not have this word of life with the Holy Spirit and knowledge in him yet. Pastor Deborah did at three or four. But it was not lit. It was there. But it didn't have enough light from the word, understanding, and God's presence, breathing on it to make it shine, to bring Pastor Deborah's spirit into fullness of knowledge and truth. Truth. But boy, during that Brownsville revival, night after night, ways of the Lord came on me, ways of his presence, his word, his spirit, washing me. Lighting my spirit, touching it, feeding it. I came alive to the realm of this world of the spirit. I could see things and hear things most Christians couldn't. I cleaned myself. I did. I had God clean me up, get rid of everything that was not of him, even out of my soul. He took out beliefs and traditions and cultures. Santa Claus, the tooth fairy, and the Easter bunny. He had me understand witchcraft, the occult, Satanism, other religions and traditions and denominations. I was growing, growing, feeding on his presence, his words, his life. It was sort of when you would watch the movie Matrix. And this young man, Neil, came out. And then he was going to go back and he needed to learn a lot of things. I think it was called jujitsu. And they plugged him up and downloaded jujitsu. And within a few hours of being plugged into that life source, 
he learned jujitsu. He never took a class, but he knew how to do it in the matrix, in the realm of the spirit. That's how my training was. Fast, immediate, practice it, test, more downloads, more information, more practice, more test. Until I didn't think I'd make it, but I did. I'm here. So we're learning the power of this word. Mm -hmm. Verse number five. And the light, this truth, this knowledge that shines in the spiritual darkness in us, in the world of ignorance, it's spiritually uncomprehensible to ignorance. Your soul cannot understand it. Mm -hmm. Because it's in a different realm. It's not in the realm of tradition or culture or religion or denominations. It's in the realm of the spirit. That's right. And he is saying here in verse 5. That this spiritual darkness. That's in our soul. It's in the world. It's all around us. It's in our soul, our spirit. It cannot understand this word of God without a spiritual touch from God, without having the Holy Spirit in you. Now, it can speak to you even though it's not inside of you. We see that in the Old Testament. But we, as humanity, we live in ignorance of this word of spirit and life. Because our soul only understands natural things. But there's always a spiritual thing going on. I usually have to teach people when things are happening in the world. And you don't know what's going on or why. Ask God. They'll tell you what is spiritually going on behind the scenes. What is the reason for politicians making their decisions? Mm -hmm. Or not doing certain things? Mm -hmm. And is it the sign? What's going on in the signs of the times? God will help you. He desires for you to learn and grow. So verse 5, we're understanding the word was there, was with God, and it had life in it, knowledge and truth. But in your darkness, in your soul and your spirit, you cannot understand it. That's why Christ Jesus would talk in stories, parables, why we can understand a lot through science fiction movies, books. Cartoons, children's books. Mm -hmm. We see because God is working with creators, book writers, songs to see beyond the natural. Mm -hmm. Verse number six. But there was a man, that means a spirit in a dirt body. That was sent from God. The word sent means apostle. 
he would be classified as an apostle, a sent one, whose name was John. John was the cousin through his mother of this young man that was coming named Christ Jesus. And John was sent in the fullness of time, long ago, when the Romans ruled Jerusalem. And for thousands of years before that, the Jews had been hearing a Messiah was coming to save his people. They thought that was King David, who came and defeated the Philistines, I think that's who it was, in Jerusalem. And took over the city. He was a mighty warrior. So everybody believed another King David was going to come. Wasn't going to be in the realm of the natural. Because this was a spiritual issue that had to be dealt with. The forever person, the spirit, had been cut off. Separated. Sold into slavery. To another spiritual being. Named Satan. The adversary of God through disobedience, disobeying an order of the Father. Way, way back in the garden. Everybody forgot about that. And they didn't understand when Moses wrote Genesis 1, 26 and 28 about God says, I'll create man and let them have ownership and rulership and leadership on earth i'm staying out of it i'll give them the authority and the dominion to do that i'll put my kingdom in them my holy spirit they'll be in connection with me i'll teach them how to rule and reign the earth both in the natural and the spiritual and develop the spiritual kingdom of heaven the government on earth for all spirits also inside of them of spirit soul and body But that got all messed up. So God was going to come back. And he was going to start over. He's going to get what he wanted. And he sent this young man named John to begin to prepare the people. And I want to end it right here because this gets into deep stuff. So let's just pray that what we've heard so far, God will help implant into our understanding, seeds of knowledge and truth. And they will begin to get watered and we will begin to believe in that the word of God is filled with spirit and life. And it's filled with knowledge and truth. And in our unbelieving state, we are ignorant, living in a kingdom of darkness, enslaved to separation and slavery to torment and vexation, condemned to the lake of fire, the second death, condemned to hell, condemned. For we are the ancient ancestors, physically, in the soul, and spiritually, of our first parent, Adam. Mm -hmm. That's right. Which means dark earth. He had the Holy Spirit inside his spirit. His helpmate, who would eventually help in this fall, because it was classified 
and the helpmate called Womb Man, woman, who was a man, a spiritual being, inside a dirt body that would carry the womb where new dirt bodies could be formed to bring forth and carry new spiritual beings into the realm of the earth. It got messed up. So let's close here with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all those that you have brought here today to hear your words of spirit, your word of truth and light for them from you. Thank you for helping them see and believe that there is a story behind their beginnings, their issues, who they are today, and that they can understand and believe in. Your word is full of life. It's full of the Holy Spirit, freedom, truth, and knowledge for their spirit that will then help to renew and transform their soul to a proper helpmate. Give them, out of your own words, a Hebrews 4.12 experience. Birth them anew out of the cocoon of the soul, out of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Birth them anew. Help them cross the bridge to the cross by believing in your son and his sacrifice on it. Father, help them to believe that you are your word and that your word is here for them, filled with wonders and beauty and life and knowledge unknown to them. Help them to desire to know themselves better and you through your word. Father, come alive to them. Touch them with your presence. As you touch me in Brownsville, touch their spirits, Father. Been back to you, into the family of the kingdom of heaven. Destroy the works of darkness and separation, slavery to ignorance. Father, be about your work of Isaiah 61 and 62. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, that ends this one. Number 26 will pick up in number 27. So, Father, be about your business. Fulfill your words. Send out your word into their spirits. Help them, Father. They need you so much. They cannot do this without you. Help them to see your love for them. That your knowledge and truth is love for them. Let your word come forth and touch them. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, see you guys next week. Bye-bye.